0: Another 11 Mile Sessions Live. We got another great show for you. Coming up in just a few minutes, we have an interview with Mary Fall. You might be familiar with her work with the October Project, a band out of the mid 90s. If you listen to alternative radio back then when we had 89X based out of Canada, then I'm sure you've heard some of their work. But she's solo now and she's doing some uh, great things, doing her own interpretations of some classic rock tunes, folk tunes, and we're going to talk about that. Um, coming up at 7 o'clock, live in the studio, we have Damn That Hurt. Uh, old school metal band, if you will, so we're going to get things really pumping at 7. But for right now, let's start with Mary Fall, solo, of course, and we're going to play a video of hers. It's the title track from her latest release. This is an ELO song originally, and it is called Can't Get It Out of My Head. Mary Fall. Mary Fall. It's Mary Thal with the title track from her latest release, Can't Get It Out of My Head, originally done by the Electric Light Orchestra back in the 70s. She does um, her own take on many classic songs from generally that era. Um, She does Ruby Tuesday from the Rolling Stones, Tuesday Afternoon from the Moody Blues, Riverman, Nick Drake, uh, Don't Let It Bring You Down by Neil Young, Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd, so a nice variety there. So she's going to be in town. She's going to be playing at the Ark in Ann Arbor this Saturday, the 13th. All right. So if everything has gone well, I should have Mary on the phone and we can do that interview that I promised a few minutes ago. How we doing, folks? Do we have Mary on the line?
1: I'm here. Hi. I'm.
0: All All right. How are you doing, Mary? I don't know. If, were you able to hear what I I just said or I'm not sure?
1: I, I heard everything you said.
0: Okay. I, I never know and how every, these things go. Everything is, go
1: everything is repeating after I say it.
0: Oh, you got like kind of an echo. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. We're gonna have to try but to f- fix that on that end. And usually it's on my end. I'm okay. the one that has to do the whole interview with a echo. <laughs> but um, are you Well,
1: gonna... I'm in a car and I'm I'm on my way to Columbus, Ohio.
0: Okay. So I would imagine the weather's pretty much like it is here. It's like summertime, isn't it?
1: It's gorgeous. I love <laughs> this. is just a beautiful spring day.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, so Columbus tonight. Are you going to take a break tomorrow, and then Ann Arbor Saturday?
1: No, no. I'm. I. I like. I like to drive the day before or fly the day before. Tomorrow night is my show.
0: Okay. In
1: Columbus. And then, uh, and then I go to Ann Arbor, and then, and then Club Cafe in Pittsburgh.
0: Okay, well, I'm—I know you've been to the Ark a few times, haven't you, over the years?
1: I have over the years. Gosh, I played there with my old band, October Project, many times. And that was. And a- then, in various solo incarnations, i have been there.
0: Okay, well, the October pro- project—that was a, a few years ago, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> I hate to say it, but yes.
0: <laughs> I was just telling uh, people. Or the
1: uh, I, I, we yeah. we were in, we our record our first record came out in nineteen ninety three.
0: Okay, that's what I figured. So it's it's like thirty years. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a.
0: And what a long trip it's been. Yeah, or like strange trip it's been if you go by the Grateful Dead, I guess. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah, I was telling people before I got started with the show, we had a station called 89X that was based out of Canada. But being Detroit, you know, it came in loud and clear, and that was our alternative radio back in the day. So we definitely heard October Project back in that era. You know, anybody that was paying attention or listening could say, oh, yeah, October Project. But um, you're still keeping it going. Um, I just wanted to ask real quick while I think of it, um, uh, the other members of the band, uh, are they doing anything currently? Just briefly, like...
1: You know, I, I, I haven't stayed in touch, and um, so I'm, I, I think they've done projects here and there. I think they've sort of gone more... The, the choral... They've, they've done... Projects with big choirs, sort of Glee Club kind of stuff. Okay,
0: basically. so a little bit different, a yeah. uh, little different route there. Probably not something you're going to yeah. hear on uh, commercial radio. Then, probably, more than likely. No, I,
1: well, I don't. I I wouldn't
0: know. <laughs> wouldn't think so. Anyway, all right. So you you've been doing a lot with uh, covering. Um, you know, giving people your own interpretation of uh, songs that you grew up with, things that inspired you to sing. Of yeah. course. Um, I know I did an interview so over the years. go ahead..
1: Scott, I, I, I mean, I was on Sony Classical after I left October Project. and then I was on uh, v two Records. and uh, so i on Sony, I wrote for movies. Mm-hmm. a couple of different movies. I, I, I so I'm a songwriter as well. and mm-hmm. then I did uh, I did my interpretation. Of uh, Dark Side of the Moon, by, you know, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon for B2, mm-hmm. and then I've re- I've I've released a, a number of records on my own label, Rymar Records, and this particular record that I just did, I basically did it, Scott, to get myself out of a funk. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to do something during the lockdown.
2: Oh, we all and did. I
1: had experienced not not from COVID. But I experienced a lot of family loss. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so with the lockdown and the loss, and like, oh, my God. I I just, I had to bring myself to a place of joy. Mm -hmm. And I I was feeling like I I lost a couple of members of my family. And Mm -hmm. I realized that songs can be like family to you. Mm Mm-hmm songs that go way back songs that made me want to be a writer and a singer uh-huh and every one of those songs were meaningful to me on this new record that I did mm-hmm. and i when i do a cover i don't just cover it. i mean i reimagine i reimagine the song i try to really make it my own
2: uh-huh
1: but the nicest compliment i've gotten was from uh, the Bill Ashton from Now Spinning Magazine, and he said that he and his wife play the record all the time, but it said it was like listening to the sun. They, they said it just brought so much sunshine to them, and that's what that's what it did for me, making it, mm-hmm. and I figured if it worked for me, it would work for other people as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, That that's the wonderful thing about music. It's so therapeutic, isn't it?
3: It, it is, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Lake. You got a nice wide we'll variety of the song. same
3: damn time. Whoopity dip, whoopity dip
1: I, I um I just I just was in a pure state of happiness making the record.
3: hmm
2: Yeah, you Yeah, you,
1: I do a wide variety. I used to I love British folk.
2: hmm
1: And I, I when I started to develop my own taste in music at about age 12, 13, I fell in love with Sandy Denny and June Tabor and Richard and Linda Thompson and Steel Ice Band. so I've got a, a Richard and Linda song on the new record the Great Valerio
2: mm-hmm.
1: and of course British folk I, I love Nick Drake mm. and so I've always dreamed of, of covering one of his songs
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and I you know and then I I love <laughs> I love Floyd obviously I made a whole record of it. So I had to include one of the, I I I have comfortably hmm and then I learned to play guitar with Neil Young songs. So
0: I had a I had to put Neil Young on
1: the <laughs> record. Oh, well, there you go, yeah. And Judy Collins. I I love Judy Collins. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, I actually remember. Um, I interviewed you a few years ago. This was at a place uh, not too far from where I'm at now. It's a uh, Henry Ford College WHFR. And that was right around the time oh, yeah. from the Dark Side of the Moon it come out. So, yeah, it's a, yep. it's a very interesting thing to pick. You know, the 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 other stuff kind of makes sense, like when you put most of it together. But Pink Floyd is its own, you know, genre almost, if if you will.
1: Well, a lot of people have have, have covered Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. you know, in their own way. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it, it, I think it's a great work of art, and that you can bend it and twist it and reinterpret it, and mm-hmm. it works no matter what you do with it. You know, like a great opera or a Shakespearean play.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they must have done something right. It only oh. uh, it only lasted for ten <laughs> years on the Billboard well, 100 or yeah, 200
1: it has a deeply sort of, I don't know, I would call it spiritual, but some people would call it philosophical message. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm.
1: and I think it still resonates. In fact, I think it resonates more than ever with people. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Speaks to the chaos of of modern life.
0: All right, so... So, um,
1: Anyway, and I I just, I love Roger Waters, and I love Roger Waters' lyrics, and... mm -hmm. uh, I just, um, they've always resonated with me since I was a kid. hmm So, and I, uh, so this will be fun at, at the ARC. Yeah. Um, it's funny, my, my fans really are a wide age range. Mm-hmm. Very wide. Uh, so it's, it's really, it's a show for all different ages. Mm-hmm.
0: I wanted to ask you, now I haven't had a chance to hear the whole record. We actually played the video for Can't Get It Out of My Head before we started talking.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: And it, I definitely heard some strings and stuff like that in the background. Um, can we look forward... Yes, real
1: strings. We use a chamber ensemble. hmm
0: Now, uh, I was going to ask, now, are they going to be with you or some small part of that be with you when you perform on Saturday No, night?
1: no. I have a. I have a keyboard. I have a full band with me, mm-hmm. but I, I. my keyboard player does that. I, I, honestly, I wish I
0: could ensemble with me. Oh, come <laughs> There's on. There's a
1: lot of people on stage.
0: <laughs> Couldn't fit that them on the stage. uh,
1: that would be great. Someday, maybe someday.
0: Yeah, like with an orchestra or whatever.
1: Uh, But no, I have a really good keyboard player who covers the orchestral parts.
0: Okay. Um, What do you have that um, will be there, though, to physically play?
1: Bass, drums, um, and then my my music director is a fabulous guitar player and pianist, so he'll be on piano and guitar. Okay. And I play guitar.
0: Okay, so that's Mark Doyle then.
1: That's Mark Doyle, yeah. He mm. said, you know, quite an interesting history in the music.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, it sounds like a great time. So it's going to be at the Ark in Ann Arbor. Most people that have ever um, yep. hung out there or went to shows, especially folk music festivals and that kind of thing, you, you know about the Ark. It's been around forever. And
1: um, Yeah, it's a great room. It mm. really is.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's It's gonna,
1: an intimate room. It's big but intimate at the same
0: time. Yeah, yeah, they'd, uh, they don't waste any space as far as, like, you know, seating and all that stuff, and it's uh, it's made for sound, it's made for music. Um, so it's Saturday, and yep. then uh, when are the doors, or when does the show start, do you know? Oh, hold up, my
1: husband is driving, so and he'll know, what time are doors at the ark? 7.30? Probably seven,
0: 7 or 7 years. Okay, so let, we'll just tell our uh, viewers, listeners, yes. 7 o'clock just to be on the safe side. You can't get there too early because, you know, Ann Arbor is a very crowded area. It's a college, you know, campus city. So Yes, you know, yeah,
1: and parking is yeah. always a challenge.
0: You want to give yourself plenty of time to get, you know, you don't want to, like, sit down after the show has started.
1: <laughs> no. And, you know, for, for people who are considering going, I always do... A nice meet and greet after the show, because I love to meet my friends and fans afterwards and shake people's hands, and, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm very approachable, so... Okay. Um, yeah, that, that sort of is one of my favorite parts of the show. Mm-hmm.
0: To actually connect with your fans, sure. I could see that, for you know. Absolutely, I yes. Nev- I never understood why people just wanted to go on stage, play, not even get anywhere near the audience and just walk off and go into their back to their room or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think if you're maybe old or tired you you do that, but I I still have a, I still have some vigor left in me.
0: Yeah. Well that's part of what keeps you young, the socializing with people and playing your music.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I am I am really and and sometimes I take requests. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I'm hoping to get a lot of October Project fans out to that show because I, I don't come to the ARC often.
2: Uh-huh. And I know
1: in know Ann, Ar- Ann Arbor and the surrounding area, Detroit, there are a lot of old October Project fans. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Saturday, uh, Doors at 7, we'll say. The Ark in Ann Arbor, Mary Thalt, um, formerly of the October Project. Yep. Um, do you ever do any of their the October Project songs, or like if somebody requests? Oh,
1: sure, it? we do some in the. Uh, I, I I have to, so I do <laughs> some at the show, every show. So you will get your October Project fix.
0: Okay. In addition to the other stuff, so this album. Absolutely. Uh, yep. This album can't get it out of my head. Of course, we can find it the usual places.
1: Oh, yeah, and I have a website, Scott, Mary okay. Fall, that's F A H L, mm-hmm. Maryfall.com. Uh huh. And I'm all, you know, there's stuff all over YouTube and Spotify, and um, and I've got a Facebook page, Mary Fall, former lead singer of October Project. Mm-hmm. And uh, lots of places to find my music.
2: Okay.
0: Sounds good. All right. Well, I really appreciate you taking all the time right. out to talk with us. Um, we look forward to the show. I'm sure it's going to be amazing and um, continued okay. success.
1: Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you for having
0: me on. All right, Mary, you you have a good one. And, uh, we'll, hey, we'll talk next time you come around.
1: Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
0: All right, bye-bye.
4: Thank mm-hmm. you. filled with holes. soon as you make a dime, well, whoa, there it goes. Busted holes in my one pair of shoes. Never felt the feeling of wearing them new. Always short, just a few pennies less. One step further from from Detroit called Let Me Tell You.
5: And I'll beat you down on Let me tell you, baby Let me tell you what I've got to run this road And I don't wish you, baby Yeah, hey, Bruce! Oh!
0: Detroit 442 with their video Smile. They're going to be playing with a bunch of bands at the Trumbulplex tomorrow night, Doors at 8. They're going to be playing with Lava, Unabomb, and Low Lives in High Places. Before that, we um, saw videos by three artists they are going to be playing at the Brooklyn, Detroit, in Corktown. Yeah, it's a brand new place. Uh, that place actually hosted uh, part of my Corktown Music Fest back in March. So it's really starting to happen. It's going to be doing more shows. And I have a benefit coming up in July that benefits Girls Rock Detroit July 7th through the 9th. And Brooklyn will be part of that as well. But anyway, to get to what the videos were about, you have... Um, what we saw there was the Stomp Rockets. That was recorded live at Ton Up, and that was a track called Let Me Tell You. Before that, the Firewalkers, with a really good one called puddentane It's actually an old phrase from when I was a kid, so you know how far back that goes. And we started off with McKinley James at brand, not a brand new artist, but a young and up-and-coming artist. He's very young. You can tell. He's probably just barely out of high school. But he's been making a lot of waves. He's going to be big, guarantee you. He's played with uh, Chris Duarte and a bunch of other uh, great musicians. But anyway, that was a video called Spare Change Blues. So that, again, is going to be at the Brooklyn 2000, which is behind the Lager House, formerly PJ's, and Doors at 7. Right now, we're going to do some Videos from uh, some bands that are going to be playing the Blind Pig. We're going back to Ann Arbor again. And what we have is Tiger Lily is going to be there. We're not going to see a video from them, but we're going to see videos from Ficus, Carbon Decoy, and Scissor Now. I believe Ficus was here a couple months ago to do a live set, if I'm not mistaken. So right now, let's start off with Ficus. And this is recorded live at Dogtown. This is a song called Asteroid Blues. Time to trip. All right, that's a band called Scissor Now. I really like that one. It's like punk with a saxophone. Very interesting. That was a um, a track called Sign Guy. Before that, uh, one of my faves, Carbon Decoy, that uh, power trio doing Atomic Number no. Six, and that was recorded live at uh, the Dogtown Studio sessions. And we started off with a band called Ficus, F-I-C-U-S. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And again, I believe they were here a couple of months ago to do a live set for us. I wasn't able to make that, actually. Uh, I had something else that I had to take care of. But I'm sure they put in an amazing live set for us back then. And hopefully they'll come back. That was Asteroid Blues, and that was also recorded live at Dogtown. So... All of them, along with Tiger Lily, are going to be playing at the Blind Pig. Yes, that notorious place in Ann Arbor. Um, back in the day, they uh, hosted, along with the other venues, Second Chance, bands like the uh, Iggy Pop and the Stooges back in the day, MC5, all kinds of um, great bands. In fact, I saw the Buzzcocks, punk band from the U.K. way back in the So that was a, a good time. Um Coming up at 7 o'clock, we have, of course, Damn That Hurt. They uh, describe themselves as old school metal. But we'll find out, won't we? They're a power trio. So right at 7 o'clock, we're going to start a live band performance until 8. Um, and We have time for one more video. Sincerely, I believe, is the headliner. And they're going to be playing along with a couple other bands, Honey Creek and Troubled Minds. And that's at the Lager House, Saturday, doors at 8. So what we're going to see right now to finish off the uh, set I'll see you in the other studio at 7. This is a band called Sincerely and what we're going to see in here right now is a a video that they like to call Y2K or 2 <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're a couple minutes early, I guess, but that's okay. I'm sure this band can handle it. Maybe they can play an extra song and uh, rip more of our faces off. Anyway, uh, we have live in the studio the band Damn That Hurt. Welcome, gentlemen. How you doing? All right. Okay, I think I can hear everything. I think we're ready to go. What would you like to start off with?
3: This song is called Shit Arm. It's about being sprayed down by a skunk. Okay. And you got shit on him. That's what you got.
0: All right. Ready to go? Yes, (laughs) sir. so who was the victim of the skunk who, uh... Uh, that would be me yeah <laughs> yep. where was this at
3: uh, i think it was belleville came home one late night one night after the bar mm-hmm. had my motorcycle
2: mm-hmm.
3: and my leather jacket thank god i had it zipped up all the way uh-huh. i put some garbage out on the front step like an idiot before i left and when i came back uh not one uh, not two but three skunks actually
0: uh-huh.
3: uh, two in a bag one on the step and uh needless to say backflip. Leather jacket got hit. Even my change in my pants stunk. Keys stunk. Everything stunk. Next day, I took my change to the party store and I bought a 40-ounce with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the guy guy behind behind the counter was not too happy. (laughs) 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 Needless to say, it's like,
0: dude, you need to take a shower, man. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you ran into a whole party, not just a skunk.
3: Yeah, yeah. It was a fiasco and all, uh, you know, that created the words for the song
0: mm. here and
3: there. And then, like, we were trying to kind of trap it. Mm-hmm. And then we started thinking about, like, hey, man, what are we going to do mm. if such, you know, if we actually trap this damn thing? Mm. And uh, we did not get the skunk, but we got cats, mm-hmm. we got a rat, you know. And then after that, we were like, okay, <laughs> we give up.
0: Hopefully it yeah. doesn't they don't come back.
3: Nah, yeah, you know, don't put the garbage out on the step like that in the summertime. Now, nah. <laughs> well, Words to the wise. You know?
0: <laughs> all right, so we have the band Dan That Herd here. So if you don't mind, gentlemen, go around the room, starting with you. Introduce yourselves, your name, and all that good stuff.
3: <laughs> all right. Um I am Dwayne T. Stoner. I sing and I play damn guitar. Mm-hmm. That is rocking Rick Pax on the drums. That's Wild Bill. I swear he came through a, a portal somewhere and just learned the stand material like real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so he's a newer addition, or?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rick used to be the bass player. Ah. And um, who better to play the drums than the bass player, you know? He knows this music inside and out.
0: It's still the rhythm, the beat, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. good stuff. So yeah, it, it seems it, like now is the time gross.
3: for it all to uh-huh. come out again. You
0: know? Okay. All right. How long uh, has the band been together, or, or when um, did it start?
3: I would say far back as 2006. Oh wow. Yeah. So we've been around. Well, me and him for a long time.
0: So that, that was out of high school then, right? Uh, <laughs> no, not, not, not too far after. But, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Seems like it, anyway. Yeah.
0: How did it start? Like, it was the two of you that decided to put a band together, or?
3: It's. Yeah, um, but we wanted something more. We wanted to actually record records, mm-hmm. write write some decent music that actually meant something to us, and mm-hmm. obviously means a lot to him, or he wouldn't be with us today. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, How did you
0: find him? <laughs> what alley? What? What? You have did to, you know,
3: talk to Rick about that one. Like I said, I swear to God, a portal opened going? up and he came through.
0: What's that? Facebook. Oh Facebook, okay. You just kind of like put out a like searching for bass player, kinda of seeking whatever. Bass yeah. man Billy on <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Billy, okay. Bass Billy. Alright, sure. That's pretty easy. Okay. And actually Bass is my first name. What's that? Bass is actually my first name. Really? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you yeah, never me, yeah, you never gone. know nowadays, <laughs> I swear to god, you know, people name uh, them their kids anything. It yeah, doesn't matter what true. it is, you know. Mm. <laughs> my I, favorite is when they name their kids after like an alcohol of some sort, like uh, Hennessy or something, you know, like tequila. Really? Yeah, exactly, you know.
3: Margarita, I actually uh, yeah. And that's because
0: another story, but want. for another time, right? Mm. All right. That's right. So most of the stuff you're going to play for us today, gentlemen, is it like newer stuff? A little mixture of new and old, or what do we got?
3: Pretty much here and there, here and there, yeah. A little variety. Even some of the old done a little bit different now. hmm And uh, yeah, it is what it is right now.
0: Every once in a while, you got to change it up a little bit. Those older songs, just to keep it <laughs> fresh, and, and you know.
3: I'm finding that you know I wrote and recorded a lot, and now I'm learning how to play. it. Ah. <laughs> it's funny.
0: So you recorded first and then learned other <laughs> Yeah, how to yeah, go <laughs> figure. That <laughs> is backwards. <laughs> right, right. That is right. ass backwards. <laughs> well,
3: when you're on the clock, you know, and you're paying for it, you kind of go with what's all right right then.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you
3: hope for the best.
0: You know? well, either way, you learn what works and what doesn't work, and you just keep at it. Huh?
3: Right. And with a different lineup, of course, it's going to change the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Rick going. is actually, I think, what is it, the fifth, the fifth drummer? for this
0: band so it's not like one of those things like you see in spinal tap the drummers don't keep dying or anything <laughs> no
3: well <laughs> gonna, uh, we're, we're getting older so you, never, <laughs> you never maybe know maybe in a few years uh, <laughs> keep googling them <laughs> and find out you know.
0: yeah it's like grateful dead you know you didn't want to be the keyboardist <laughs> I, uh, what was the guy's name i, I can't think of it now he's a pop artist but he joined the band and he was the only one that didn't pass wow i can't think of his name it's driving me crazy i'll think of it later but uh, they even interviewed him. Are you sure you want to be the keyboardist for right. Grateful Dead? Because the last four are gone now, <laughs> oh, yeah. and this was way back. You know, they, it's not like they were older or anything. They just, every, it was like in Spinal Tap. They, yeah, they just yeah. kept dying, and I think it was the drummer in Spinal Tap. that kept passing, I believe. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, enough yakking. All right, let's do some more music.
3: Okay, uh, this one is called "What It Is, a What It Was, and What It Shall Be."
0: sessions live with <laughs> Damn That Hurt. Okay. So you say you would uh, started out doing recordings. So you guys have releases? How many? Three. Three? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, names, when they came out approximately? The um,
3: first one was Half Step Down, <coughs> mm-hmm. came out in 06. Okay. The second one was Goon Squad, that came in 07. And the third was Genuine, and that came in 09. Oh, sorry, bro. I forgot. All right. First one was Half Step Down, mm-hmm. and that was in 2006. Yeah. 2007 was Goon Squad, mm-hmm. and 2009 was Genuine. Okay. So even the latest
0: one, it's been a while. So um, you're doing that Guns N' Roses break. It's going to be a long time yeah, for, the for-, see, <laughs> for the fourth one, huh? Honestly, I didn't think it would ever come to life. huh.
3: This guy right here... I don't know. We put the worm on the hook or something, man. (laughs) Finally got me to uh, believe in myself again,
0: you know, what I can do. So right now you're just getting back into playing and performing, that kind of thing. Yeah.
3: And we changed our tuning a little. Mm -hmm. All three of those records were written and recorded at half-step tuning, Mm -hmm. like the first album half-step down.
0: Yeah, yeah. But now we're
3: down another half-step to one Mm full-step. And it just seems to be right, right with my vocal, just right with the feel, Mm-hmm. Everything kind of changed when we changed this tuning. And
0: yeah, yeah. You know, we or like you, it. <laughs> or you can go even farther down, like Black Sabbath. You know. Yeah. Well,
3: you know, as we get older, you know, you're gonna have going to keep doing right, that, uh. right? Right. Right. <laughs> right. I have to admit, yeah. Nah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do
3: better in the 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 holes, not the halves. Actually,
0: I mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, a vocalist, so I wouldn't. You know,
3: I'm a raving lunatic. That's all I do.
0: <laughs> well you can do that in any key though. yeah yeah
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> right on man it doesn't That's matter it. right yeah yeah as long as you're in pitch and key. i'm doing
0: it in the key of lunatic <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>
3: now listen <laughs> yeah. Woo.
0: all right let's do another one
3: okay um this one's about uh an old friend This one is weird.
0: I was just looking at the guitar, and I I, right. ha, I had one exactly like that back in the 90s, but it was, I I believe if I'm reading that correctly, I, I got to get some eye surgery there, but that's an Epiphone, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I had the actual Les Paul custom <laughs> back when you could still afford them. Again, this was over 30 years ago, but it was still... I pay. I paid cash for it and got a great deal. Here's the money right on the table, you know. Yeah, this
3: guitar in the Gibson world's probably five, six grand.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, if you get really lucky, you can find it on sale for in the upper threes, maybe. But other than that, when I bought the Les Paul Custom thirty years ago, I. I, lay, I gave him a grand, and I had that guitar. Nice man. But nice. yeah, that was back when you could still afford decent guitars. Now, oh, yeah. now it's like you got to take out a second mortgage if you want the best, you know.
3: This one's crept up to damn near a grand now. Yeah,
0: or yeah, the it, Epiphone version.
3: Yeah, I think it's 850.
0: But you know what though? I mean, th- th- there is some discernible differences. I mean, if you really are a guitarist and you're really super picky about the sound or or whatever, but to be honest with you, I don't think the Epiphone is that much less than the, the less ball customer
3: when you play them back to back like i've watched the videos mm-hmm. and they're so close
0: yeah um it
3: comes down to like like presence like there's a little more presence on the gibson i'll mm-hmm. oh, turn your treble up you know yeah but is it worth like four <laughs> is times it worth four grand to, you know you know to go I to the next I don't know. Point. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's just me you know mm-hmm.
0: nah so i see you're uh a mandalorian fan there you got that little sticker there uh he, Yoda. <laughs> you know, baby
3: Yoda. That's <laughs> what we call it. And it just brings me good luck.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just finished up that show myself oh, nice. about a week or so ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, man. And
3: <laughs> yeah, we're still kids at heart. You
0: know? Yeah. Um, I go back to the, uh, the beginning. Um, I was, I'd never consider myself like a, um, like a nerd fan. I mean, I'm a fan, but like, not like what, do you, what am I trying to live say? Your life by I'm it. not fanatical <laughs> right, about it right. or anything, but I've always been a fan since day one. I mean, when Star Wars came out, that was back when you still had to wait in line for tickets. You couldn't order them ahead of time. Yeah. And literally i'm not exaggerating like six months after that movie came out the first star wars you still had to get there like four hours before the first show to wait in line to get a seat right right. and this was at the the bigger theaters this wasn't the little dinky ones (laughs) right you know this was like a full size you can put 500 people in there at least i know i remember going
3: to see it i know he did too I'm pretty he, damn sure you did too. Yeah, it was like it was almost
0: the same as waiting in line for concert tickets. You yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye bye is that too, he, you know. He, you had to get there at nine nine in the morning <laughs> to see the one thirty show, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and it's just amazing in your wildest dreams, did you think it would still be a big deal that many years later?
3: Oh, I I have to admit I kinda miss it. <laughs> you know, the way everything is so fast now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I, kind of worry, honestly, Mm -hmm. but I'm not the only one. (laughs) That was the way of
6: networking back in the day. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Same with concerts, you know, like we...
6: Selling concert tickets to everybody's shows.
0: Back in the day, you used to remember phone numbers really well. Using like... There we go.
3: There we go.
6: Well, that's how other bands would show up at other bands' gigs because everybody's selling their own tickets right there in line.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. And like, like you said, you actually bonded. You got to know people. I used to wait in line outside of Joe Lewis Arena and Cobo Arena to get tickets back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, if the show was really, truly huge, I mean, the tickets go on sale like Friday morning by Wednesday afternoon. You were in line. And oh. by the time that two days went, you you were best friends with like yeah, 20 yeah. or 30 more people. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know you right. by name. And if it was a <laughs> certain time of year, you lit uh, garbage in the barrel that the... That they would have out there, the barrels, and you'd get a fire going and you'd rub your hands together to try to stay warm. Maybe a little bit of antifreeze to help you stay warm, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Clear or dark, depending on your, you know, preference. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, as always, I go off on a tangent. I'm sorry. Anyway, why don't we do another one?
3: Okay. (laughs) A tale from the hood. A tale from the hood. Well, not after you read.
0: the best places to go if uh, viewers slash listeners <laughs> wanted to get your uh, your releases? I
3: don't know. Ask uh, Mr. Ricky there, because I'm kind of taking the deal back, and he's kind of running it all.
0: Ah. The
3: Turn that mic on and talk to him. The, the, the
0: man in charge. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Mr. Rick. I finally get to take a break at it.
2: There you
0: go. <laughs> there great. we this go.
6: This is what I do. <laughs> oh, well, me and Bill are from mid-Michigan residing, and Kenny's down in Washtenaw County, so we're kind of like mid-Michigan, west side, Metro Detroit.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Battle Creek. All right. So how would uh, we get a hold of your music, though? This? Do you have CDs? Or?
6: We're printing up and re-recording a lot of the stuff, mm-hmm. but we we do have three discs available.
0: Okay. So they would just simply go on Facebook, Dan That Hurt, yeah. and that's how they would find it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, yeah,
3: we plan on getting in the studio
0: real quick, right, this summer?
6: Yes, affirmative.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're probably looking at maybe next year, early next year? Fall. No, I meant when it's released. No, we're doing this stuff. Just bam, bam, bam? It's going to
3: be bam, 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 and we're going to knock out a record. Yeah, promote that in fall. Okay. that's the push. Uh, Probably a couple weekends in there. We got this down
0: pretty good. Oh, okay. You're going to be doing the recording yourselves then?
3: Um. With help. Yeah, with help.
0: With help? Yeah. (laughs) That's very ambiguous. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh, As cheap and DIY as you can, but Mm -hmm. at least maintain the level of excellence, you know.
2: There's
0: nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of times it's whatever you can afford, of course. I know. know. have been down there. Stuff doesn't come cheap, you know, that's (laughs) for sure. No. uh, Okay. So we look forward to hopefully in the fall. Um, Do you have all the songs set up yet? Like what you know what you're going to actually record then?
3: Yeah, a lot of it's what you're hearing today.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, do you have the title yet for it, or the release? Not
3: yet. Well, <coughs> yeah, not yet. It's not going to be self-titled. Yeah. Yet, <clears throat> um, it might be. It might be called Four.
0: Simply like Le- Led Zeppelin Four. Right, just right. IV, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Four
0: yeah sometimes that's the easiest way to go is, isn't it funny like something like that you got this whole production, right. you got all these songs, and the hardest part is what the hell do we name it?
3: <laughs> oh, I like it all right yeah, okay. I thought it was gonna be bigger than that, but okay or
0: you right. could just like have the uh, cover be a certain color and call yeah, it yeah. The, the the blue album or <laughs> right. the purple album or whatever <laughs> yeah.
3: i think Steve Miller was like, what was it album one, album two. It wasn't his first couple ones that he did. Mm-hmm.
0: He just called them that. Oh, that Zeppelin did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. fact, it was weird. Actually, no. It was, it was Zeppelin 1, 2, 3, and 4. I, it wasn't I don't it think they had a 1 volume. on the Zeppelin. I think it What's was that? just Like self-having. volume 1 and volume 2. Yeah, but you yeah. D- everybody refers it to as Led Zeppelin 1, Led Zeppelin 2, two Led Zeppelin 3, and Led Zeppelin 4. Um, the only It was their fifth album before they finally started naming them. So... Oh, I remembered that guy's name, Bruce Hornsby. Oh, really? He was the keyboardist on the last two or three tours. Oh, the Grateful Dead. He, he yep. really? Yep. Huh? I'll be damn. Okay. They, I guess they decided to go to a different pool to find a keyboardist because, no exaggeration, they they kept dying on him And they
3: picked they, Mandolin Rain to come on yeah. the board. Okay. <laughs> Hey! Right? <laughs> well, he
0: survived he He's did. still alive today So, you know, it, it worked out Otherwise, they just Oh, damn it, we gotta find another keyboard player you know? <laughs> Right, 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 right So, yes, he must have the, the luck of the Irish Or somebody's watching over him He's right. still yeah. around <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah And making money, hopefully you
0: know? Oh, I'm sure he does yeah, <laughs> That was the highest grossing um, band For like the last three or four tours Really? The Grateful in, Dead? In North America, yes Huh the only, that what upsurped them is uh, Jerry Garcia passing away. Oh, right, right. That's what ended their reign. But yeah, they, they didn't sell records, but they were the highest grossing tour because they had such, you know, loyal fans. Right. People that would actually get in a van and drive around <laughs> and follow them all over the country. Right, right. So it's like they didn't just see him once on a tour. They saw them for half the tour <laughs> or whatever. 50 times, right. <laughs> And what was lovely about it is they were so good to their fans. They said, you want to make bootlegs? Knock yourselves out. Make all the (laughs) bootlegs you want. You want to sell your own shirts that you made yourself on the parking lot? Knock yourselves out. Right, right. And they paid them back, you know. They didn't make any money off selling records, but they made millions of dollars touring. Right. So. (laughs) Yeah, go figure. The live show. That's a lesson, though. I mean, you treat your fans right, and they're going to pay you back in kind.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenfold. No. know right, right. you get
0: these bands that you know think that well you can't do that or you know we're like yeah. the rolling stones i forgot one tour they they had they were literally had like police so to speak that they had hired themselves to go out there and stop people from selling bootleg t-shirts i mean they were just like stopping them they were like strong on <laughs> right or, you Be know them <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt yeah so wow all right <laughs> all right what do we have now um
3: we're going to slow it down a little bit. Okay. Um this next song is called Two Sides of the Table. Sound good? Yeah, Rick don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's just here for the beer. He don't, don't <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> sessions with Dan That Hurt. All right. So we know that you're going to be recording soon. We know you got a bunch of songs in the can, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, any upcoming shows?
3: Yes. <coughs> uh, yes, we do. Rick? Right? One on the June 4th. Uh,
0: microphone. <laughs> it's all right.
6: June 4, uh, 24th at the Blank Pig. 3rd. Uh,
3: July 3rd. No, June
6: 3rd. June 3rd also in, uh... Hamilton Pub and, uh... Yeah, in Saginaw, Saginaw, up at the Hamilton Pub.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know both those places. All right. So that's what's on the, on the horizon. Yeah, that's recent, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, what are your favorite places that you've played at?
3: <laughs> in life or <laughs> in this group? Or in the group, yeah. Okay, um, I really liked, uh... Music Factory, Mm-hmm. that was fun.
0: That's Battle Creek. Yeah,
3: um, the stage is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard everything just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't hear a squeak of feedback through our whole little set that we did. Yeah. So I got nothing bad to say about that place at all.
6: And now the, that the, place the, place the big is three too. What's that? Uh, Harpo's
0: Token
3: yeah, yeah, and
2: yeah.
0: I Rock and. Oh, now we're going way back. Yeah, no, we now we are going
3: way back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right.
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, Har- I, I don't know. Harpo's had some really great shows over the years, but as far as anything else goes, I don't know. Right. wasn't one of my favorites.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've been there many times, and the last time I was there, I, I'm pretty sure I said, this is the last time I'm coming <laughs> Yeah, you know? I mean, it's
0: like, it was like one of those things that we could all look at each other, why are we here? Right, and right, like, uh... and it's
3: still, there's still daylight out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a big deal for the longest time there. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, it wasn't just for local acts, but it was a lot of like, you know.
3: They had events, you know, like Dress to Sweat Night and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Or like a Thursday night, they might do that.
0: I never made it for any of those. It, the only time I went there is if it was somebody I really wanted to see. Like I would see somebody like Robin Trower, he would right. come there, and I'd, okay, I got to go to that one. Mm-hmm. This was back before he started playing better places like the Royal Oak Music Theater. Oh, wow,
3: wow. So, yeah, you're talking a long time ago. Oh, yeah, we're talking, like,
0: (laughs) 80s and stuff, you know. And then every once in a while, some really good band, you know, um, either on the way up or on the way down, you know. I I think I even seen Quiet Riot there Mm -hmm. way back in the day Mm -hmm. before they got bigger and could play bigger places. So, yeah, it was a great place for that kind of stuff. But as far as the sound and the help and the way they ran things, no. No. (laughs) And then you had to worry about when you walk to your car at after the show you know <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> There was sure. a band I, i'm trying to remember uh the absolutely almighty lumberjacks of death i believe huh. one of the members was actually killed in a carjacking
3: in the parking lot
0: um just uh, like across the street oh, or outside wow. you know they, they played that night they'd, they'd finished wow. the show and they had all these witnesses the guy was what the nicest guy you'd ever meet he even said here take the keys take the keys they they're yours just Don't hurt me. And whoever it was shot him and killed him anyway. Wow.
3: Yeah, humanity, man. It got to the point
0: where, you know, you had people that worked there actually offered to, like, walk you to your car, particularly if you were a female or females, you know, because it was that kind of neighborhood. That kind of neighborhood, it's like you could yell for help all you want, and the only people that could come to your aid would be, like, drug dealers, Mm. hookers, prostitutes, and... Mm -hmm. You know homeless people right <laughs> even the cops didn't go there you know wow, right. <laughs> wow wow i'll answer that call but i'll give it a couple hours before i show up <laughs> 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 when it's all done and over with oh, man.
3: Jeez. Man, oh, man. all
0: right let's do another one
3: all right um one more a little slow one
0: to the end there we got a little bit of time i have, normally i'm used to people having their set lists on the floor like you do when you play the club so i don't know exactly how many songs you brought with you how um, many do you, do you have how left many do you ch- want oh okay well then we <laughs> don't have to worry about uh, that then no, no no all right well if that's the case why don't we uh, let the music do the talking uh, for most of the rest of the hour yeah yeah no that's Let's fine
3: do the last 3 and droppy 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 we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Two more, it looks like. you got to go all the way to eight. We'll
3: stretch this one out, then.
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, if you want to do that, that's cool. All right. So fun. I want to thank you again, gentlemen, for coming down to play for us. Really appreciate it.
3: Hey, thank you very for much us. for uh, giving us the play chance. Soul,
0: Please come back when you get that <laughs> album finished recording. Come back, and we can uh, promote it proper and all that right good on, stuff. Right on,
3: brother. Uh, we'll do.
0: All right. So what are you going to leave us with, then?
3: Haunting your soul.